you know, one of the great treasures of this area. And I probably not as widely known is that America's largest local television and media company is based right here in Irving. And they are knocking them dead. Stocks up 35% this year. The earnings that came out Wednesday morning were well above expectations. Perry Sook is the chairman and CEO of Nextar Media Group and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Hello, David. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. You know, I always love to talk to you for many reasons, but not the least of which is that you touch, I mean, you can touch like two-thirds of the households in the United States. If you want to get a gauge of what they're thinking about and worrying about and how they're spending the money, I can go to you. So so what's the overview? And you guys are doing great. They must be advertising. Well, we've had a, a great recovery in advertising off of last year's uh, levels when businesses were simply not open. And and I agree with you, David, you know, we operate in 40 states across the country, and I think we're a pretty good proxy for Main Street and what small business owners are thinking about in terms of advertising, because they've got to do well before they can have money to spend. And, uh, and our uh, view of the uh, uh, Main Street economy is pretty healthy right now. Obviously, the pandemic continues to rear its head up, up and down, but uh, you know, and if you look here in Texas, you look out the window of our office building and, you know, things are happening, commerce is happening, people are on the roads. And I think that's sometimes not the view of the world shared from either inside the Beltway or in the Northeast Corridor. But, you know, uh, our, our, our results would indicate that the recovery is quicker and stronger probably than we'd ex- uh, expected. You know, and it's intriguing because evidently so businesses are spending money to make money. And often it's advertising, marketing that budget, which has some elasticity that gets cut first during during bad times. It's probably not the right thing to do, but that that's the knee-jerk reaction. So the fact that they're spending money right now, is this what, and is this play to the small town, mid-sized towns that you're in? They're, they're using media maybe more than, than some of their urban areas do? Well, we operate stations in New York, L.A., obviously yeah. here in Dallas, Houston, Philadelphia, Chicago. And some of those markets, particularly in the in the Northeast, are, have, are, are lagging behind the, the, the company averages. But, you know, our advertising revenue was up 42 percent in the quarter versus the depressed levels of, of last year. And, and, and literally that's, you know, the Midwest, the Southeast the uh, the West Coast and, uh, and 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 obviously here in Texas, so uh, it, it's pretty broad based. And, and and again, the recovery has happened stronger and faster uh, than we had anticipated. And as I look forward into into third quarter, uh, we see no signs of it abating. You know, in the old days it seemed like a lot of stations used to rely a lot on automobile dealers to come out and and you know, flog their products. The fact is the automobile dealers are having tough time finding product to sell. Are they advertising? They are. And and you see some of it here in the Dallas market as well. Their advertising service or their body shop, you know, collision repair services and things like that. And we're, we're advocating to our auto clients, our auto dealer clients, keep your name out there because when the pull forward comes, when you have supply, uh, we think there'll be a demand that people are just standing out of the market because there are no nothing to buy. Or if you do, you got to pay over a sticker for a new vehicle or inflated prices for used. And so keep your name out there because it's all about gaining market share. You know, when uh, when the vehicle supply catches up with the demand, you've got you, you've got every network there is. You've got everything from the CW here to NBC and CBS, ABC, Fox. Who's hot right now? Are are the Olympics a draw? 
Well, they're they're a draw, but the numbers are down. I mean, it you know, I think NBC had 16 million viewers last night, and the next closest network had two million viewers. Uh, but the numbers are down from four years ago, something on the order of you know 40 to 50 percent. Some of that's a self-fulfilling prophecy when you put your, you know, Olympics on Peacock or a bunch of your cable networks, maybe the broadcast network is, is you know, struggling for, you know, to get the attention that it used to get. So, uh, you know, the numbers are, are relatively strong, but they're down from historic trends. And I think a lot of that's the pandemic. There was negative publicity where the game's even going to be had. And then obviously mental health became, you know, almost as uh, big a topic as athletic performance. And so I think all of that has led to kind of where we are at this moment in time. But, you know, you bring up, I mean, this is a challenge to the affiliates. And actually it's a challenge to the consumer. If I want to watch the Olympics, I've got a half a dozen channels I've got to check, whether it's on, you know, CNBC or it's streaming on Peacock or, you know, it, it's it's confusing. I would guess that this would be something that the affiliates would like to, to chat to the networks about. Well, I'll put it the way my son said it the other day. Uh, he said, Dad, I wish we could go back to a world where there was just cable and Netflix and not so many choices. There is this uh, phenomenon relatively recent that uh, there is streaming fatigue right you want to watch the olympics let's say you want to watch the men's basketball game versus um you know spain yesterday you 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 literally have to hunt to figure out where it was and it used to be the marquee programming would go to the broadcast network some of the second and tertiary sports would be on some of the the owned and operated cable networks but now you introduce cable and some things are free and some things you've got to pay for in terms of peacock and uh, and i'm not sure they did a great job of uh of laying all of that out for the consumer. And in my mind, they violated the cardinal rule is you sell the consumer what the consumer wants to buy, not what you want to sell. And and I think if you lose sight of the customer, uh, things can go sideways pretty quickly. You know, I, I you're a major employer. I mean, you've got over 12,000 people working out there. As Most employers are saying they're having trouble finding people, getting them back to work. Maybe they lost them during COVID. Now you got to go hire. And you've got, mostly got to have some fairly talented people working for you. Well, we have, and, and you know, quite honestly, I think we treated our employees pretty well during the pandemic. We didn't ask anybody to take unpaid leave. Nobody took a salary cut. Uh, there were no layoffs, and I think people remember that. You know, we budget for a certain amount of attrition over the course of the year, people moving on or their spouse gets a job out of town or whatever. And and quite quite honestly, our expenses have been higher than budgeted because we haven't had that attrition. So, um, you know, I, it goes in cycles, but I also think that, uh, you know, we've raised the company minimum wage to a number substantially above the uh, the minimum wage that is you know the federal guideline and that's a way to attempt to attract and, and mostly retain uh, uh, talent and, and and try and build the business long term. So the great experiment, a costly experiment too, but I would hope successful. News Nation redubbing, taking WGN America and redubbing at the News Nation, having a national news show out with, without a bias. How's it going? What's the acceptance like? Well, you know, we'll be on the air a year, September 1st, and, uh, and in a year we've accomplished a lot. Um, we, uh, we're getting the same cost per thousand, which is the way advertising is bought and sold, as CNN in the scatter market. I thought that would take years to be considered at parity. Now, the, the rates we're getting are less because our audience is less, but to get there and to be literally fully distributed in cable and also in the streaming world were two things that I thought would take longer than the first nine months of our existence. We're expanding our programming on September 27th, adding a morning show, bringing Dan Abrams to our primetime lineup. Uh, I'm very pleased with uh, with 
the programs we're putting on the air. I'm very pleased with the management and the people behind the scenes. And it's just now a story about uh, awareness and growth. When we started, 10% of the country knew what News Nation was. Now it's about 16%, but if you do the math, that means 84% of the country has really never heard of us, and that's the job. Raise awareness. I think the ratings will go up. I think the programming is solid. The mission of being unbiased and fair and presenting both sides of a story you know, is relatively unique in cable news, and we think it's it's the biggest market in the country of people say, just let me, you know, give me the facts and let me decide. So what's the next big thing? You know, we've talked over the years. You've always got, you know, in the past, you've always had some major acquisition you were about to make, and we've watched Nexstar grow and grow and grow. Now I guess you're there. Are you there? Are you Do you, do you rest and, and deal with what you've got, or you you still got another big thing in your back pocket? Well, you know, you're, you're right that we've acquired most of the TV stations in the country that we can acquire under the current uh, rules and regulations. So, uh, you know, we'll make some digital acquisitions that complement our content. Uh, we're working on a couple of those right now. Um, and, and beyond that, you know, we, we obviously created value by making accretive acquisitions for the first 25 years of the company. Now we've got to express value in a different way, and that's primarily been through a substantial return of capital to shareholders, a dividend that's grown 20 plus percent a year for eight years, and uh, and a stock, we've bought back more stock in the first six months of this year than we bought back all of last year. And, uh, and when I look toward next year and all of the political revenue, our ability to do stock buybacks and, and return capital to shareholders that's, that's is, right. is pretty substantial. You've got the off-year elections coming up. This is what I didn't think about, which is is nirvana. So the street must like you. I mean, your stock's up 35%. It looks to me like you've got more coverage, more analysts that are keeping up with the company. They've paid attention, I guess. Yeah, I guess I would point everybody to $31.50 a share and free cash flow in our guidance that we uh, we raised this morning. And, you know, what's the appropriate value, you know, for that in the marketplace? Obviously, uh, investors will decide. But, you know, I've made a career being often pleased but never satisfied. And that also relates to our share price. That's one of the reasons it's fun to try to keep up with you. Perry Sooks, the chairman and the CEO of Nextar Media Group. We always enjoy the visits. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me, David. Thanks a lot. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.